So yes, our intentions are not to, are not wanton slaughter. Well, I can't argue with you so far. I like that. So here's how I see things are gonna go. Yes. I'm going to go on ahead and meet my people as they come out of the pass. You and your soldiers will. You'd be the second to do so. Who, who else went in? The other uh, emissary from the court, Sidia, Eskel the Paladin. Uh, handsome half orc? Made his way. Half orc, well, we <laughs> believe that that has made his way inward, uh, following the maps as far as, as he, he could. Okay, well then, let me rephrase. I'm going to go find Eskel. And then I'm going to meet my people. And as we come out, there will be no steel and no blood. You can follow us as far as you wish. But my people will be treated with kindness and dignity as well as your sense of security. brought foodstuffs and barrels of water for them. We have brought wagons and steeds paid for by your crown. That we will facilitate, I will, I will facilitate granting these boons to them. And if I have my way, my people simply will not interact with, with yours at all. That is probably for the best. Would you agree with that? Do not think that, that, that there will be a combination of camps, if you will. Many of my folk have lost family, friends, lives to these orcs. I don't care the stories. I am simply saying we will make camp a few hundred yards Heart, and that is simply all there is to it. Agreed. Very good. By my estimation and our scouts, they will likely be here as early as the morning after tomorrow morning. All right. So what needs to be done before then? Nothing. Relax. Take in the sights, she says. Gesturing around, not much to see here. Make your way in it if you choose. I have no means, no authority to, to stop you, nor would I wish to. Anything that can facilitate a smooth transition is all I want. I am not here to fight for once. I'm here to ensure if anything that there is no fighting. If there is a fight, we will have our steel ready and sharpened. I would expect nothing less. I'm good. I care for every man and woman here. I would venture to say at least as much as you, you care for the folk coming from that pass. You and I do not wish to be enemies. So, as much as you trust me, I am putting my trust in you, and this ceremony and crown, this will be 
very, very easy. Yes? Yes. Excellent. Can I offer you wine? C cigar? Both. I'm nothing if not easy. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> she pours uh, wine from a pit pitcher. Um, the portly fellow who's here says, Well, I will int introduce myself then, if that is her. And she goes, Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Harnassus, please. Uh, Brigadier General, too. Um, oh, I am Brigadier Gen General Harnassus. I am a. Uh, that was a good death theme for <laughs> You can tell he's been drinking a bit tonight. I have been a... a I am the commanding officer to uh, Imperator Castillo here, and it is my duty to make sure that this is... And she basically just puppets her words, and you have a very immediate, insightful sense of, ah, she pulls the string, she mm -hmm. probably wipes his ass, but he gets all the accolades being the biggest. You're here to order around? Sure you are, big guys. I pat his belly. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. spent through similar things in the past, too. You know, not exactly the same, but he can, mm -hmm. he can, he can imagine the dynamic here. Yes. So he introduces himself and, uh, again, kind of repeats what she said you guys said, and you just go, mm-hmm, 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 and she goes, of course, Brigadier General, that is we all want. And he goes, well, very good. I will uh, return to my previous duties. Thank God you were here to see that organized, sir. Everything, organization and order, is what wins wars. Nodding at the Imperator. She nods at him. He leaves with his retinue of guards. Tent flaps close. She gestures to the, to the stool again. Now she will sit. And will take a sip of her, her own wine. Right as it comes. You don't need to stay. We can have, we already have a, a tent set aside. Actually, you'll be, you'll be staying the same one as your companion, Eskel. Um, though, again, he is not here, so you'll have, have the whole one to yourself. It's been made quite comfortable, as is appropriate for, for emissaries of uh, foreign land. Okay. And I will chug my glass of wine, grab the bottle or pitcher that she poured it from, and leave her tent. Okay. She does not say a word. The guards don't say a word. You just leave, and you... And as I drink it, I'm going to scream out to your soldiers, Who thinks they can kick my ass? One platinum for anybody who thinks! And I'm going to say that as I wander off into the camp. Despite your best e best efforts, none take you up. Mostly because, even if I keep walking, further pass, like for, yeah, further away from the center of the camp, yeah. like uh, it, it seems like it's not just fluff. It seems like she does keep a very tight ship. Damn. And it even I'd go as far as to say again, you're very, very, very insightful, Earth is that she probably left uh, the third platoon back there for a for reason, reason knowing that that's more the you know of uh, the um, chaff of the um team Pe people that will in time might stand up and whatever else but gotcha i mean there might, might be some that you know bullshit but then their you know friends will will hold them back as much as you know there's not a lot of, dr of drinking here for example you don't see a lot of a male barrels mostly that is water mm -hmm. she keeps a pretty tight ship here it's not the 
Lucy, and you actually begin to see formations of the temple. What looked like like um, pretty ordered from, from, from above as you're walking in it, it's chaotic. But then you begin to see the order in the mass. Well, I flew down in it, so like yeah, I would have exactly. seen like a pattern. Well, you you imagine once once day comes um, and you see it in the day daylight, it, it 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 might be a very orderly defensive position. Gotcha. Um, yeah, then I would just head into the pass. Okay. Oh, you're going into the pass. Straight into the pass. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. You head into the pass. Um, you begin the long. Well, no, I guess if it's it's pretty late now. Yeah, I, keep I was going to say yeah, it's like I'd find my like tent and I just I would now, just take yeah. it easy because okay, they're gonna not going to be here yeah, for like a day and a half. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So you you go there, you take take it easy. It's just sleep. like why set up camp when they already did it for me. <laughs> yeah. No. So you uh, sleep. You wake up the next day. You do your stretches, your meditations, whatever you wish to do, and the day is yours. If people won't bother you, you can go and. Follow your your nose to to food though you have quite a few packs of of rations if you choose to just partake and wait deep after the orcs either way easy enough stuff yep you choose to head into the pass at at a certain point uh yeah I guess after eating and stuff yeah pick up everything I bought and head on in you head on in they're supposed to be getting there this evening right this uh the morning after next so it would be the morning after this night oh presumably. Okay. Also and that's just her best approximation. No, totally. I'm also just trying to remember the beginning layout of the pass. Yeah, a good distance, and then those switchback paths all the way up, and then the shortcut down into into the to the water, or switchback paths down that take yeah. days. But they there's no no other way to come up for them other than the switchback paths up and yep. the switchback paths back down. So that's what adds days. So I am gonna head in this day then. And I'm going to essentially try to make it up to the top okay. and meet them. Easy enough. You would be able to out much. <laughs> now that you don't have to hold hands of Norwin and Annie, and let's be honest, Darby. Um, <laughs> yeah. You head up. He was the riskiest motherfucker. <laughs> making, making the leaps with your, with, with, with your belt easily enough. Um, heading up there, not much of a problem for you. Right? Even with all your packs, just throw some of them over there as you... Almost a wall, wall run. Sometimes I always love that move. Prince Persia style. Yep. <laughs> you know, jump down and whatnot. Um, yeah, you you know, with as encumbered as you are, which isn't a lot of encumbered. It, it's a bit more of a struggle, but you can definitely make your way up there. And by the end of this day, when when dusk is just hitting again, um, I would say with Earth's uh, pretty significant speed, um, he would be able to reach the very top. Because I left them the carpet, correct? No, you, you, you have the carpet. It's best established you have the carpet and, okay. the, gri- and the griffin and the boat. Okay. So I was so thinking, like, I could just carpet the carpet easier than... Oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. In that case, if you're not going to do all that, then the carpet, you'll be there easily. Okay. I just didn't know um, if like, that was like, the winds are too tough kind of thing. Not here. Gotcha. Um, it's because there's this big blockade here, yep. sort of thing. Around, yes. That's why people don't go around so much, plus it takes way longer and more dangerous stuff. But yeah, so in that case, you'd be able to get up. Actually, even bef- bef- before dusk, you shave off um, a few hours from your time. You just fly straight up. Oh, Pretty much. I mean, you still take the paths, uh, uh, you know, here and there and whatnot, and the wind mm-hmm. is a little bit strong if you go too, too far away. So it's sort of a combination of taking paths but not having to jump things. Yes. Mostly, you know what yep. I mean? That makes a lot of sense. No risk, 
Pentia reward. You get your you get your way up about two hours be before um, dusk. Then you'd estimate the sun is still there. You see it slowly setting. You, you put up your fingers, and you go, "Okay, I got a couple hours there." <laughs> and you are just just fl floating there at at the very top, looking at that. As you know, the moment you come up there, though, it's just Wind City. The moment you come up, it's just hard to hear, hard to see. Things pecking at, at your face, dust and stones and wind and, and whatnot. Um, it's a good idea now to hop off the carpet and fold it up and strap it on your back with everything else you have. And just It's the wind's heavy enough here that it could even blow your sacks of, of grain off in time. So you have to kind of drag them or keep just keep them on your shoulder. And whatnot here. It is quite windy here. Um, not not like it's gonna let you drop a grain. It's gonna go flying off. No, no, no. Time it could slowly yeah. inch over and then ah fuck. <laughs> so you sort of have your um, Santa Claus two giant things and water skins and what just hanging from you. You're just fucking mess of things like ho 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 motherfuckers. <laughs> Can uh, I see very far? You can't see very far just due to. The, the wind where you are right now. If mm -hmm. you want to walk forward on this plat plateau, which is maybe a hundred... I guess, yeah, like, I would try to look for some signs of the Fenhagro, like, if there's any torches off in the distance. Or sure, fires yeah, yeah. So like if, that, if like... you come up this side here and it's flat for, like, maybe 70 um, yards or so, maybe, mm -hmm. like, like 100 yards, like a football field wide on top, mm -hmm. um, then you can begin to, to look down in that. And as you're about... Walking over there to that that edge, you actually see, as the sun is still falling, some light glinting off of something pretty bright and shiny over there. Though tar tarnished and dull mostly, an obelisk that seems to be out of place. Hmm. A humanoid one. That you see just through the dust and, and, and the grit and whatnot, standing there with shield almost casually held up like a sombrero... Um, visor tip down and you see uh, the form of what you can only imagine is Eskel standing there looking down letting the, the sand stuff hit, hit him in the armor gunking up the stuff just staring down the very edge I'll take it you're lost turns around nope I'm exactly Earth. I thought you were supposed to be Back there, with them. I arrived a little early, so I thought I'd see what's going on. Oh. Uh, well, welcome to the Pilgrim's Pass, though I don't think, if anybody, you don't need to be welcomed here. Uh, yeah, come on up. You can come up to, up to the edge, and you can see the... very, like, fucking ants right now. Mm-hmm. Milling about. You can see numbers. It's hard to tell because there are gaps you can't see, but you def definitely see a relatively small um, number, but clearly in the dozens. Um, hard to know exactly how, how many, but you do see the ants milling about through the, the sh shifting winds and, and, and sand and whatnot up here. I hope that's, that's them and not uh, other things. <laughs> Me too. Oh, you can't lose faith of all people. You're the one that's supposed to have it. I do. 
I, I have faith that those are things coming this direction. I simply hope that it's what we want. Give me a minute, and I'm going to take ten minutes to meditate and cast Clairvoyance okay. into that group to see, is it actually the Fenhagrel? Yeah, I think the range on that is like miles, isn't it? It's, it's a mile. A mile? Okay, yes. so they're way, way, way f f further than, than that. I mean, they're way f further than, than that down. Oh, okay. Um, so, but you go down as far as you can, and through that you do get a better view, and it is indeed orcs. Okay. It is definitely orcs. Even from this distance, in this, it's still hard to see, but without question, they are orcs now. You yeah, I guess, like, I, when I first saw them, was it, like, the whole beacons of Gondor three days away thing, or was it, like... No, you see them down at the bottom of this basin, like a half a day hike. It's like, more you see them down at the bottom of the basin, a half a day hike. It's just so hard to see because of the nope. constant wind. Totally, constant totally. Yeah. Okay. So going down a mile helps. Not Maybe got me a quarter of the way there or yeah. something. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly, exactly. Got gotcha. It's okay. the switchback. Just trying to understand yeah, the, going, the scale. Going straight down is easy. It's the switchback paths that make it another half a day's journey so sort of thing. And then down, of course. Totally. Okay. Yeah, cool. Well, then they'll chuck, chuck, chuck on their way up. Well, looks like them. Good. Then I won't keep standing here. <laughs> Can we go back off the uh, the other edge just to get away from all this? I don't see why not. You came, you came packing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about. Well, let's get comfy before we. Eat. Okay. And we'll go and get out of the wind. Get out of the wind. Just hop, dead, dead hop. You know, go down the switch paths, the switchback paths, a little bit on the opposite side. And, and then I almost imagine it like Mary and Pippin when they steal all those uh, crops in the beginning of Fellowship of the yep. Ring. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> Digging through the bags. Yes. Exactly that. You you begin to happily um, make yourselves uh, a slight um, rations. Um, he'll ask how things are, are going, we can, we, can, we can accelerate here, but he'll ask how things are going, um, how is, um, how is Norwin and Annie? Well, do how I have are, a story how, how about Norwin? Story about, he didn't get into anything, did he? Well, he used to, <laughs> and then I will can proceed, I smoke, can I smoke here? oh yeah, okay, absolutely. Sure. I will proceed to tell him in Earth fashion of Norwin's. You you would. It's a secret. <laughs> Nobody can know about this. You tell the, the biggest blabmouth half park in the world. Love it. Okay? You begin to tell the story. Just well, that's my, that's my thing. Is as, as in Earth fashion is like, I would not remember any details about who this really important elf is. But he's just an elf. That, yeah. Norwin's some old, elf. old He's some old magical elf. Would you t tell him about the fight between the Corsellatar uh, and, and the Crow? Or would I would tell him about the fight between Norwin's past self and the Crow. Okay. Again, like I said, I wouldn't get yeah, No, no, no. That, that makes sense. Okay. But you're telling yeah. tell about Because as as Eskel was involved in that quite intimately before, so, like, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He looks very concerned and probably about as confused as you are with Odo, not more so, not seeing it. Mm -hmm. After your. 30 minute long story, he goes, So Norm was an elf? Yeah, right? Crazy. No, that explains so much. I know, makes so much sense. That's the crazy part. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Crazy. You get it. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know how I wouldn't know. I don't think anybody knows. 
Well, good for him. I think it's better to know who you who you were to let you know who you are. I think. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I've never been anything else. As far as far as I know, I guess he didn't know either. What if? What if? What if you were not always a dwarf? Well, and maybe I could reach things on higher shelves. I don't see the fucking point. I'm sure that there's a version of you that has no struggles to reach the higher shelves. Ain't that a world we'd all like to live in, huh? Yes. He says solemnly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I guess what I'm more interested in why this uh, crow figure would be after these Kekke Genkai so much. <laughs> yes, the Shaka Gingao. The Shaka Gingao is <laughs> quite formidable. And is this what we think all of these mind flayers are after as well? Or at least they're in codes? Yeah, what they're looking for to get whatever they want from the crow. I don't we don't really know what the agreement is, but if they work for him or with him, it seems to be what they're after. Hmm. Well it makes sense that if he's after that and they're working for him and they're probably looking for the same things and I know that that now that you went to the Shadowfell for some some time and had some instances there. Could have used you. Yes, I wish I I wish I had gone. I'm Work also, keeps you busy. I understand. I'm glad I was here to help. I'm glad you're all okay after that. Um, can't say I've done as much as perhaps you all have, but I can say that my time with Avalok and Banyo were, was a lot of research and not my forte not my forte uh, and but the host or if I'll, I'll tell you right now that I think the only thing I've done that's been truly useful besides this and I hope I'm not even sure if I'll be useful yet is that night of long shadows afterwards when those where those people were coming from from Harhagen th through that pass far down down south and into Sermonea from Harhagen or Sarhagen why do they name two places so damn Westhold? No, Eastold? Westhold? <laughs> Wherever they were coming from Westhold and Harhagen? Yeah, that's those are the two I've never seen anything like that. I just know the word for it. Refresh memory. He was there. The dragon. For, I was like, he was there for the dragon yeah. attack, right? Yeah. Okay. He was with Avalok and Vaniel on the western side of the steps, and they're amongst the people that went eastward after the attack happened mm -hmm. to bring the to meet the refugees and escort them. Yeah. And as so the they story, were like, they could see each other approaching, and that's, and that's the dragon when the dragon attack. Right? Yeah. He basically recounts that tale to you mm -hmm. right, right now and says. In some degree of detail for, for Eskel at least how it was really terrible to watch and there was nothing that they could, could do he's, he's never felt so hell I'm used to things I can swing a sword at or at least throw a javelin at least throw my damn sword at his sword but uh, what do you do against, against a thing that far away that high up it was like stabbing fish in a barrel 
how do I get that gut out, to be honest? It's nothing worse than feeling powerless. Yes, well, I'm hoping I can be helpful here. Not, you know, I don't know how a paladin of the court will be seen here, but and I, I know I'm, not, I'm no fool. I know I've been sent because my half-orc lineage, my orc blood, but frankly, I don't know if these folk coming up were going to view that more as a threat, as an affront, or as a as a good thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. You know them better than I. Do they have any half-orc among them? They're mostly all orc, right? You've never seen a single half-orc among yeah. them at all. Yeah. Okay. Not even amongst the other tribes. Not even amongst the amongst the Fen, the Fen Hagro. Mm -hmm. Okay. So really. So it seems they uh, don't intermingle much themselves. Well, it's normal. There's more orcs than there are half orcs, and I, I figure that's for a reason. <laughs> don't much matter why you're sent. It just matters what you do with it, right? Yeah. That's why I wanted to come come here. I'd rather the first thing that they see is is me, at least half what they know, rather than all of that back back there. I think that's wise. So here's my thoughts. I'm gonna leave you here with all these supplies that I could carry. And you wait and welcome them here. Take a reprieve, take it easy, because Correct me if I'm wrong. It's gonna take them like another day to get up this thing, right? They'll pro at the pace. So you're estimating they probably don't want to make camp until they're on the on the other side. Yeah. But they probably won't want to go down in dark. Mm-hmm. So they're probably trying to get as high as they can up to get out of the wind because the wind's very bad when you're on that 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 side. Yeah. And on top, so they're trying. They're probably gonna end up where you guys are, and probably make camp all along the the, the switchback path. At least that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. moving, moving a force that size up through here, it's gonna take like a day. You're gonna camp here, and then the next morning you're gonna finish your descent. Yep, exactly, and, maybe and, that, and that matches because it's the that next afternoon, the next evening, morning. run into the yep. other soldiers. Yep. So, 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 so that's what I'm gonna yep. pitch for him. If that's if that's all accurate, yeah. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm happy to stay here by myself. I'm happy to come. I'm happy to have food. I forgot to bring some. I was getting very hungry. Gods love you, Eskel. Well, they must. I'm still alive. I think I should uh, make sure things are ready for when these two armies meet. Two storm fronts clashing can get violent even if you don't mean it to. I, I would agree with that. I'll do what I can here. And if hopefully you'll see me leading the, the not charge. <laughs> If you don't, well, I guess that means means something. Okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Are you Sounds going to head back down now? Yeah, it's gonna be a lot more comfy in that tent than it is up here. I'll do my I'll do my part. It's what the, what about the prince and my teacher? Asked me to do. Where is the prince? 
I don't know, actually. You know, on the lock after they dropped me off here, uh, they had some words with uh, uh, the brass huntress and the brigadier general, and then they made their way. Uh, I, I, I don't honestly know. I know that they weren't heading back to the court city yet. They might be heading back to where we were previously stationed. They might be all, all the way over to uh, East Elm. East Elm, yes, of course. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good. Rest easy, my friend. And over this time, I would have attuned the Ring of Featherfall, and I'm just going to jump off the edge. Nice. <laughs> jump. Eats gross. Whoosh, yep. And essentially just float down this yeah. entire... Eventually, <laughs> you'll, you know, reach another spot, and you'll jump off. Reach yep. another spot, and you'll jump off. And he looks down and says, That's cheating! 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 As you land. land. All right, make way back to the tent. Anything you also want to do before we zip forward to the next morning? Like um, no, essentially, I would spend my evening... I would, uh... Because I'd assume my tent would be relatively close as, like, a diplomat yes. uh, to the uh, center. No. Yours is the furthest east oh. that it can be. And okay. basically, basically saying you are the cl- you are the in-between. In that You're still very much within the camp. So it'd be closest to where I am. So I'd pass yes. my tent. Okay, perfect. Anyways, mm-hmm. I would go into the camp mm-hmm. and try to find some soldiers who would be chatty or friendly. And essentially start swapping tales with them. And uh, about specifically about my time with the Fen to try to like okay. does that make sense? Yeah. Like try to humanize them for lack of a better phrase sure. with some stories while the soldiers tell me some of their exploits and then once the night gets on, sure, sure, go to bed kind of thing. Yeah, you know the the fire grows and crackles throughout the night. There's some ale that is, um, but it seems to be very well um, uh, rationed by the court. Um, masters and whatnot, but you do indeed share your um, stories. There's definitely reluctance at first, and they choose to treat it more like story swapping. A couple of them swap their own stories about, about their time with Orcs and, and I was going to say, yeah, let me, let me put it this way. I start out with rough stories. Like, for instance, did I have you listen to that uh, one song where I said, like, where uh, I found the caravan? when Earth first came back and was commander of the, the dead. Did I tell you the story? Uh-huh. To give his men an easy win, he saw a caravan of, like, actual settlers, for instance, like some of the people who weren't warriors, and as they capture it... Like, orcish settlers? Yes, okay. yes, coming through the pass, like... And as they, they capture them, and essentially they're searching the wagon, and when Earth's kind of rustling through things, he sees a young orc child, and he's like, well, you get over here, and as soon as he goes for that one, another one pops from the shadows and stabs him. Have I told you the story? Oh man, I have a song and everything goes with it. You want to hear it? It's, it's pretty good. I got it all rehearsed. Let's do it. All right, let's do, do it. it. You have the whole thing rehearsed. Let's fucking do it. I swear I did. I see. You you may have. I've heard so many goddamn songs and, and, and tales. It's hard for me to keep them straight. Yeah, right. Sometimes. Very. So let's do. So yeah, I always saw this as like. His, when he was first captain of his own unit of the dead, this was the first... So this is when Godot was alive or after, no. after Godot died? So yep. you were captain of the whole... Yep, he picked his new men is, for is, what is, he is, had. Is, is this the song? Yep. Actually, I assume that was the song. <laughs> Get him, boy! <laughs> it's like, imagine it kind of like foggy where they're hiding, you know, they see this caravan and then... 
Uh, oh, it's, it's raining, sorry, yeah. It's coming down in the rain. And, like, they would have the orcs outside on their knees, and, you know, the dead have weapons up to them while they search the wagons and stuff like that. This is where Earth would be going through, and he'd see, like, hoes and gardening tools and seeds, and he's like, this isn't what they're supposed to be doing. Like, whatever you have to remember, this is when he still hated him. Like, of course. And he sees the other one, and this is when he's like, get over here, and he reaches for him, and... Yeah, that's when the other one jumps out and stabs him, and... Now it does do a scene very much where he's, he's dragging the young one out into the rain, and he's still got the blade in his arm and everything, and... Um, you know, Edie goes like, what are you doing, my friends? Teaching them a lesson. And the orcs are yelling, and it's like, as he drags this child out where they can all see them, essentially. And he's a good 30 paces away, you know, him and the kid in the rain, and tosses him away. And he pulls the knife out of his arm, and throws it down to the kid's feet. And he yells, pick it up! And then he turns his back to the kid. And you can hear the orcs yelling like, throw away, don't do that. And then the kid grabs it and lunges, and Earth turns and just cuts him down. And then the orcs start freaking out, you know, and one of them breaks loose from the cold and comes at him, and Earth just cuts that one down, and then he screams, Let them all go! And they just, in a blood fury, come at him, one after the other, and kills him. Back and forth, uh, axe to the face, you know, loses it eventually, and he pulls out a knife, and Slashing them, they're close to coming at them, they're beating them, they don't have any weapons. He's tumbling with the last one, and they're wrestling, you know, knife in their hand. And then, flash forward to Kibao and his warriors, and they see this chaos and these empty wagons, and they're like, Where, where is this caravan? We lost them, but now we found them, where are they? That's when he hears from up on the hill, Kibao! And he says to his dead, Release the prisoners! And their heads come rolling down this hill as the dead warriors charge in with them. High ground having the advantage on these orcs and everything, and it just goes into a very epic clash, like their first battle and everything. Yeah. I, I, I can see it. Right? I can very much see it. An easy victory in a good way to inflame the new men that you brought. Mm -hmm. Well, the men love that that story. Mm -hmm. But eventually... Eventually you... it'll turn to tales of when I was with them, you know, kind of humanizing them and, and nice things, you know, the story about when I saved the, the young orc girl mm -hmm. in the gorge and all that kind of stuff, and, and to try to essentially change the mood of the stories and the soldiers if I can, does that make sure, sense? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, you begin that story and then they have their own stories and then you twist yours a little, a little you, not twist, but you begin to tell other stories and they, you know, have their own and then they die like, down. Like, very bit. much like I, I wrote in my story, instead of focusing on what you're fighting, what you're fighting for kind of thing, yeah. like as you tell these stories, like, kind of changing the... And it's really a brilliant way of, of doing it because... At first, the stories make the people come and stamp their feet and, and smack their, you know, mugs of water or some that have the ration of, of ale still nursing it. Um, as, the, as the hours go on and dusk fully hits, 
know, quite a crowd of 60 or so people that are now hearing your tales that have expertly been woven to more of a, just your time with, with them, saving them. They kept me. And all these other things, and many are uncomfortable by, it's not like they hate you or anything, they're just, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable thing mm-hmm. to, to hear this. You know, telling stories about like some some food, some weird food they might have made me. That maybe one soldier is like, "Oh my God, what was that?" And then I can say like, "Oh, if you're around in a few days, we'll, we'll make it. You have to try it. It's so good." You know, like describing like some tamales type dish, or you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah, they wrap it in the skin of an auroch. <laughs> Don't eat the skin; it's fucking terrible. Don't eat the skin. That, I tried that. that. <laughs> peel it. Peel it. The intestines out there are the the good part. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> just squeeze it out. <laughs> Yeah, you ever see the Emperor's New Groove? Yes, of Those course. bug things yep. that eat. That's all. Exactly. Tap. Yeah, it's a good rest of your, your, of your night, your day and your night. Uh, you, you feel like you've instilled a sense of wonder. That's the word I'll, I'll use. Okay. We can we can have a sense of one. I mean, I'm I'm gonna use. I don't want to get political here, but like it, this would be Just like, like, like this to be like you know saying you know, oh yeah man, I was there on on the front lines fighting from Al Qaeda, and then I got imprisoned by them, and you know, and then eventually be like you know, but they weren't all that bad. They had some mm-hmm. you know some some great food. To some, they're gonna be like, yeah, fuck you. That's still Al Qaeda, dude. They killed a lot of people and they're bad bad people fuck you mm-hmm. others will be it's more like a sense of, of wonder like oh really that's interesting to hear it's different possibly because orcs are a different species I don't like to use the word race in D&D race is the wrong word it really is they're, they're so different yeah if if anything I would say that the Orcon tribes I'm talking, those are different races of the species of, of orcs. yes like how the folk from, from Damas and Suljuk and the west are different races of Humans, totally human. Yeah, this would literally be if like some kind of frog people existed right. in our world. Ex- exactly, like. exactly. So I'll say that you know, there's you get the sense that there's very, and I, I don't think I think Earth would know. There's very little he could say that would sway them on the orc side, but he at least instills a sense of wonder in a number of them. They'll go back to their own tents, their own drinking circles, and they'll shake dice and say, "Yeah, that dwarf was telling all these stories. Do you know that man? This, this, and this. Mm-hmm. A different way of viewing that." Let me ask you this though: Would Earth bring up the fact that there was, that there there that there was on the verge of a tenuous peace? Yes, or you would. Okay. Yep. That is something that. Because yeah, I essentially like like I said, I'd start with that story, and then like they'd swap some stories, right. and then maybe I'd tell the story about how I beat Braga in a one-on-one fight, mm-hmm. according to Earth. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, like, how Ugo... Braga's ghost. No. <laughs> you fucking liar. You don't have a ghost. I know for a fact. You were eating ghost. Yep. You're in the Keystone. You're gone. You are. Um, was the Keystone. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. I'll say the number one thing that you say that you notice that really surprises them, that, that this is not common enough by any means, is that there was a, on the verge of tenuous peace. And then it all went to Hell in a Handbasket. How would you describe the Hell in a Handbasket happened? Would you say one of their kind betrayed? Which that's true. Yep. Are you gonna tell the, the truth? Or are you I, going no, to I would it? yep, no, I would totally tell the truth. I would say do to 
underbelly tactics and betrayal by not only our side, but theirs. Mm. The peace was destroyed because people are too big of cowards to trust one another. I would, I would essentially stress the whole point of, like, this feeling you have towards them. This was the problem. This is why we couldn't attain peace. That's the sentiment I would try to get across. And now because of that, you're all still out here. Wagging your swords around like a couple boys in a pissing contest. Yeah. You know, there are, there are many. I'll say that, that the majority still kind of leave the fire, fire going, fuck that guy. But there's totally, a good totally. maybe third of them that are like... You can... About the fact, like, oh, that there was a peace, there's almost a peace. Like, why the fuck are we still here then? Because these people don't want to be here. Like, they they've been stationed here for months. Totally. Like, now in the Longwood Wood, not here, but in the Longwood Wood Wood, and they're happy to not be on, on their front lines. But they've also been waiting any moment for this. But they also bring the fact, well, these orcs did use poison and wib and wib and witchcraft and almost decimated the first. Legion. How, how do you explain that? Well, if you believe what the orcs say, we stole their homes years ago and we owe them a debt that cannot be paid. Ooh, I bring that up. How do we steal their homes? How do we steal their homes? Well, according to them, in the war is long past, you know, the days of our holy host, they were promised rewards for siding with the host. I'm saying this correctly, right? You are saying correctly, but no, that's very, very not common. Totally, not totally, common. yes. Totally. You leave that's what I'm saying, like, according saying. to the orcs, yep, this is what their history is. According to what Kibau said. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so they fight to re- to simply recra- reclaim what they believe is owed to them. Would you say any self-respecting soldier would not do the same? also say that I will defend what's mine now. And I respect you for that, which is why we're looking for peace. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure they head south. They'll be Sermonea's problem for now. But good stories. Uh, It's always good to hear both sides. And it's nice to be among, among such fine fighting men and women again. And I'll you know, raise whatever little yeah, drink yeah, I have yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, that's what I will. And our controversy tales, controversial tales. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. A good use of your time indeed. The night winds on. Uh, anything else you'd like to accomplish that night before bedding and getting up early the next morning? This is what I need. I kill the brass hunters. <laughs> well, if I do it right. Roll initiative. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're actually rolling dice, but by the light of our phones here. Ooh, no, I just go to bed. Okay. Oh, shit, nope. <laughs> All right, you go to bed. We'll wake up the next um, morning. Um, are you going to wait with these pe- people for the orcs to come on, or are you going to head in again? I'm going to head a, a little bit in, you know, so that it's like, hey, mm-hmm. in a mile, like, you know. Yes. I'm not going to get in their way as they're coming down the switchbacks, but maybe as they get out to like that first marker, like that's where I'll of course. meet them. 10-3 somewhere. Ooh, jeez. This is a good breaking point. We might want to take a pause here then.
a stop. Yeah. Stop for the night. Yeah. Well, let me just finish this up with a picture that I had up that I wanted to show you. Oh, yeah. The only reason I brought my, my computer the whole time. As you head in there, and you see the orcs coming down, you will, of course, have words with, with them. The, the, you do see Eskel at the forefront coming down, fortunately. He's walking side by side with, in the distance even, you can see it, is um, Kari. Kari. Next to her is Bosgar. The other um, member, oh, the, I, I know the older, and essentially leader of the Fen right now. Yes, and um, Guzak Grayskull, leader the, of the, uh, the Rakidoth. leader of the Rakidoth, and they are walking in in a line of four. Uh, behind them, you see, you know, wagons and aurochs can't make it up and down the so the switch of back. So all their beasts of burden they've had to give give up now. In fact, they probably had to give that up a while. ago. Ago. It's all that they have is on their backs now. Literally, everything they own is on their backs. Their beasts of burden they probably slaughtered for food mm -hmm. on the way here. And as you see these pe people, you will, of course, meet them before they make their way to anyone else. Um, as you're counting, you're hoping more will come, but right now you would estimate by what you're seeing here, less than a hundred in total. Must have been a rough trek, or who knows what happened after you guys left. Who knows what bloodshed uh, occurred within their own, or who left, or who came, or what. But less than a hundred is what you would estimate now. As you turn to look, look behind you, westward, to make sure they don't all have, the, have their pikes drawn and stuff, you do see the full military faction set, set up there in their lines of a hundred long and ten deep. A thousand soldiers, three of those lines set up. So three thousand soldiers all there staring at them. Flags on pikes waving in the winds here, the symbols of, of Agarstone. At the very forefront you see the brass huntress. Now I can find that actually a picture mm -hmm. of her. This is very much what you see as you look past. Oh shit. And my, my favorite part is <laughs> as you turn back and see her, she closes her helm and you see this lion like me in there. This is not her hair, this is just a big, big plume off of the helm mm -hmm. curling around it. She has her blade just like that stuck in, very fine blade, drawn in the in the ground, a side piece, but also very much in her hand. You see all these flags and standards and banners snapping in the wind, all the other armored soldiers, and she stands there but behind you as you see the orcs and Eskel coming toward you. And we'll end there. A good spot for us to pick up if I see...